So this is the poetry episode. It is? Yeah. It is indeed. I'm super excited about this because I don't know if you know this, but I actually wrote a poetry book. Did you actually? A long time ago. I have it right here. Um, it's one copy. It's called uh, Alex's Itty Bitty Book of Pocket Poetry. I just want to point out that uh, I have never seen this thing before. I just pulled it out. He just, he literally pulled it out and it is an itty bitty book. It is what? What is that? Like one inch by one inch? Yeah, it's like one inch by one and a half inches big. Yeah. The tagline is, has something this small ever been so deep? Let me Alex. read you the review. Alex, on... what the hell? Let me let me. That's, read... incre- that's incredible, but still, <laughs> my the, God. The review on the back, um, I don't know who this was written by. It says, this book redefines the word poetry, exploring deep and complex issues of past and future. The genius shines through the pages like the sun. So having this book is like having the sun, so you should definitely buy it. Let me read you who some. Said, who wrote that review? It's quoted. Oh, wow, Walt Whitman. I, I'm shocked. <laughs> So uh, allow me to read you a few of the of the poems. Yeah. Uh, oh, this is a good one. <clears throat> uh, there was a man with two hearts. He was counting his days and falling apart. For the man will never finish his mission. He had a serious health condition. <laughs> Let's read another one. Oh no! Did you uh, write all of these, or is this just yeah, a no, collection? Yeah, no, I wrote all of them. Oh, holy shit! Look at you! You did this challenge already. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, the forbidden word. The dog was on a great journey. She walked and she rode a gurney. Eventually, she came across an orange. I poemed myself into a corner. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Oh, here's a good one. This one's untitled. Uh Uh-huh. Rhyming is super simple. I do it all the time. I'm so good at it. Plus, you've read my work. I'm amazing. Oh, shit. I forgot to make this one rhyme. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's, uh... Uh, or, I'm enjoying these. Thank I will. You. This is this is we'll, great. We'll do a few more. Yeah. This one's potassium two eight six. Hello, my name is Little Papaya. I know your first question. Yes, I'm a papaya. Why can I talk? I'm a papaya. These mysteries and more with Little Papaya. So that one I just used papaya to rhyme. But why is it potassium? Oh, I you sly <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> why is it a potassium two seven eight or whatever? I, I don't know. I named these when I was doing them a long time ago so i don't remember what i was fucking thinking no the joke was existed back then but all right we'll 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 do we'll do one we'll do one more okay um if i can find it all right this is a very small book so it's hard to the pages are also very thin (laughs) yes this one's called a noble end she was fishing in the ocean her skin was dry she forgot her lotion a large wave came and flipped her canoe the girl was insane she was on a cow moo so that is uh, the Itty Bitty Book of Pocket Poetry, not available anywhere. Oh, you should sell that. That would make something. <laughs> you might sell a I might copy. Make, I might make someone's day. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, you made my day. If that was available, I might buy it depending on how much it was. Well, thanks, Mike. As you can tell, I'm, I am clearly experienced with poetry, but not actually like you. I, uh, well, we have exactly opposite experiences <laughs> of poetry because I am, I was an English major in college and I studied a crap ton of poetry, mm-hmm. but I never didn't, met, I never took a class in creative writing. So I never wrote poetry. Well, I wrote a little bit here and there, but like not actually 
I never wrote a book of poetry like you have just read from. Yes, and I have only written a book of poetry with very little thought except how do I make the most ridiculous and stupid poems I can possibly think of. Oh, well, you know what? You did that. I'm Thank proud you. of you. I want to expand on this idea because I love writing stupid little fucking poems like that. I'm sure you had a lot of fun with the challenge this week. I did. Wait. What was the challenge this week, Michael? Oh, well, I mean, Arch... Well, first of all, welcome to the Weekly Undertaking. Oh, yeah, this is a podcast show. <laughs> I got so swept up in my poetry, I, I was, forgot. I was also taken quite aback. I am surprised at how wonderful that was. Um, yes, welcome to the Weekly Undertaking. I am Mike. I'm Alex. And this is the show where we do new things every week. And then talk about them. On air. On air. On air. I forgot what you say. It's, it's okay. We're trying to... Make a double thing. If you didn't listen last week, that that was a whole big deal I made. To out do, of that. yeah, yeah, but yeah, no, it's uh, so we do we do different challenges every week as a uh, attempt to become more cultured and more intelligent and to try basically everything. We're not going to stop until we do until we everything exactly. So this is going to go for a while. So we'll probably be dead first, um, but. I feel sorry for everyone listening, but you're you're in this for the long haul. Oh, yeah. You tuned into an episode. This is on you now. Yeah, no, this is your fault. So the challenge this week was poetry. Was poetry. The name of the challenge was is this it? Yes. Uh was the name of the challenge was I am a poet and I wasn't even aware. Yes. And the challenge was to write a poem every day for one full week. Now, Mike, did you do it? I did not. I was not able to. Poetry is hard. Yeah, poetry is hard. I I made like five. I made three. Okay, but I l- listen. I read a lot of poetry because that is I would because I, I I would sit in front of my computer screen with just a blank page. I'm just like, fucking how how do they do it? How do other people do yeah, this? Yeah, I, I I too spent a good few hours just sitting in front of a computer screen yeah. looking at a blank page, which is like a curse for writers and artists yeah. in general. Yeah, the blank canvas is a haunting thing. Yeah, because there's literally infinite possibilities. Yes, uh, but yeah, I I mean. Like I said, I have critiqued many a poet before, but you've I, never been critiqued exactly. by someone who knows not. Exactly. So this is a wonderful experience for you to be able to review me. Congratulations! <laughs> wow, you are so lucky to review my genius. <laughs> exactly. Um, but also, I mean, not that I didn't have an appreciation for poets before, but I, uh, I, I. I don't know. This this uh, opened a new kind of uh, door for me. Dude, writing poetry is fun. It is. Um, now, so, how, what is your experience with poetry outside of this pocket poetry book that you brought here? Very little. I know my sister really likes Edgar Allan Poe, so I one time bought- Your sister is crazy, then. Yeah. You, people that like Edgar Allan Poe are either from Maryland or freaking insane. <laughs> Probably both. Maryland? Yeah, that's where Edgar Allan Poe is from. That's like their claim to fame. Okay. The Baltimore Ravens, which is a football team from Baltimore, if you weren't aware. Uh, he's talking to me. I am talking to, to Alex. I know the rest of our audience <laughs> is educated. But the Baltimore Ravens are a huge budget- uh, well, not huge, but they're a big budget um, f- National Football League team named after Edgar Allan Poe's Edgar Allan Poe's uh, poem, "The Raven." Oh yeah, I know that. Quote the Raven Nevermore." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I knew I bought her a book on, on Edgar Allan Poe, and she liked it. On Edgar Allan Poe or of Edgar Allan Poe? Poems by Edgar Allan Poe. The okay, Poe cool. dog. Got the Poe dog. Yeah. Is that what we're calling it? We're that familiar with Edgar? <laughs> he is the dragon warrior. I Sorry, that's Poe from Kung Fu Panda. Sorry. <laughs> it's a great joke, Alex. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. 
I have not thought about Kung Fu Panda in so long. Dude, I just watched the trilogy a few weeks ago. Why did you watch the trilogy? I was bored. Well, I've never had a desire. I saw Kung Fu Panda 1, and I was like, okay, I get it. And I was like, the next two, I didn't have any desire to go see. They're pretty good. Are they actually? Yeah, it's a solid trilogy with good action and humor and family-friendly fun. I gotta be honest, Jack Black voicing a a martial arts panda seems like a bit that would have run its course in the first movie. Okay, but let me tell you this. J.K. Simmons voices the bad guy in the third movie. Oh, I'm fucking in. Yeah, we're watching that. Yeah, now. you're not wrong. <laughs> and he's great. Oh, you sold. That's the best pitch that you could have made for <laughs> Kung Fu Panda 3. <laughs> so poetry. Yeah, poetry. Um, yeah. Skadoosh. Skadoosh. Um, so, I mean, but you studied it in high school and stuff, right? By studied, you mean I had an English class and... I was there when poetry was talked about. Yes. You have you didn't have to write essays or anything for it? Not about poetry specifically, but okay. I've written essays on books and stutch. Okay. Stutch. Stutch. <laughs> yeah. I when you were reading it in uh high school, what was your um thoughts? What po- did you do you remember any poetry you read? I only remember one, which was by Robert Frost, Two Roads Diverged in a Yellow Wood, and I took the one less traveled. Yes. That's the only poem I remember. Yeah. It was, I mean, that's a, uh, yeah, that's a good one. That's, that's a, a really good that's one. That's like a famous poem, right? There are, yeah, there are many of those, but yes, it's a very good poem. Yeah. Cool. So that's, that's the only one you That's thought? the one I remember, okay. and I liked it. All right. It actually, it did stick with me. Now, personally, I studied a lot of poetry, like I said, I studied a lot of poetry, but I always, for a very long time, thought that poetry was just written by pretentious dead people, and and I just know if oh, I mean we're now poets, but like <laughs> it, it just has an aura of you know you can't touch this. Okay, well first off, we're poets in the way that we're also vegetarians. Fair enough. Fair enough. It means we did it for a week. <laughs> yeah, and it was kind of fun. It was. You're right. No, but I mean, I mean, I say that, and then I had a um, uh, then I uh, the reason I'm bringing this up is because I have a poem that I want to quote, but um. I also, until I took a romantic literature class, mm-hmm. in, or not romantic, an early 18th century poetry class. Romantic literature was a different poem. It was a different poetry class that uh, I when I where I fell in love with the odes of John Keats. Wow, thank you for clarifying that. It was important to me, but um, <laughs> but I I started to realize that for the majority of, uh, or not the majority, but for a lot of time, poetry was how people interacted with the world around them. It was kind of a common... That's why Homer wrote in poetry. It wasn't because he was like, I'm going to make this harder on myself. It was because <laughs> this is how... This is pe- how it's done. This is how pe- the, the thing is done. And so I have a... I'm going to reference two things, but the first thing that I'm going to reference is a poem by Marianne Moore, who I am not familiar with, but I saw a YouTube video by John Green, who I've brought up a couple times on this yes, podcast. Yes, you have, actually. Yeah, because he came out with a, a, a vlog on poetry this week. Wow, really? So, yeah, it was pretty perfect. Wow. And it was it was a beautiful uh, podcast um, vlog. I recommend checking it out. But one poetry poem that he quoted was Marianne Moore's about, poem about poetry, entitled Poetry, where she says, I, too, dislike it. There are things that are important beyond all this fiddle. Reading it, however, with a genuine contempt for it, one discovers, after all, a place for the genuine. So, I mean... That basically summed up exactly what you were saying about poetry. Yeah. 
I so but she said it a lot better than yeah, I. Yeah, it sounded nicer and made my ears feel nice. <laughs> she she does good, but um, yeah, I mean that sums it up. Is that while poetry I think can sound pretentious and at points a waste of time, there are certain ways that poets say things that is relatable that is relatable and more beautiful and helps you picture things beyond simply saying um the thing that you are doing mm-hmm. so like uh i wrote a haiku for this week which we'll get to in a little oh, while oh i did too oh wonderful actually i wrote two. Oh, cool um but i think that um saying simply i went for a walk in the woods does not actually capture the experience of walking in a woods in the way that a haiku might. Mm-hmm. So I think that there is a lot of... Uh, the, so that's what I think the point of poetry is. Not necessarily to befuddle the senses so that only the educated can understand mm-hmm. it. But uh, quite the contrary. That you can experience something in fewer words that you can't with a lot more words and a lot more mm-hmm. literal language. So yeah. Cool. That was my rant. I liked it. Cool. Shall we do poetry now? Yeah, sure. Okay, <laughs> let's go into it. Awesome. You start. You read one of yours first. Great. Now, this is coming from someone who knows next to nothing about poetry. Okay. But that reminds me of something that someone once said to me, where it's like, once you learn what it takes to be a true artist, you can never be one. I like that, actually. Who said that? Um, Someone... At my old school. <laughs> Do you remember who? Or I, one of my professors whose names I don't know if I should say. Fair enough. So I won't. Fair enough. Okay. But it did stick with me. That's, <laughs> I, I really do like that quote, actually. It is a good quote. Yeah. And it, it's it's to remind you, like everyone, to be like, hey, you know, there's a reason why we learn the rules, and that's on a good ways to break them. The, in the words of the Dalai Lama, learn the rules as fast as you can, so that you can so that you can know which ones you can break. Yes. Yeah. That's a good. That's a good summation of what I butchered. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate. No, it's, that. it's a good thought. Yeah. Yeah. So let me get started with this poem. Okay. Uh, this is my longest one. It's a very hard read, so I appreciate. I'd appreciate it if you, uh, you, you took it very seriously. Mm. It's called "That's Too Much." <clears throat> I'm ready. You might want to put the water down. Oh, just God. just saying. Uh, what, would drinking it not treat it with the seriousness no. that it deserves? That's too much. Okay. I awoke to a place I haven't known. It was wet and sticky, covered with foam. Mountains of stone made up a huge throne. I moaned as a lone drone was thrown all on its own. An unknown prone <laughs> phone drone was disowned down here. <laughs> along with the keystone of my unsown tombstone for my clone's cheekbone. It was along with this drone to atone for the milestones like clone of selling time zones. Megaphone, overtone, own, zone, crone, agone, ozone, postpone, post malone, monotone. Thank you. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> what? Good poems rhyme. Oh my god, I love that. Oh, that was too much. I like, I love it. <laughs> Oh, that was good. That was that, that's better than anything I wrote. Oh. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. Holy crap, that's great. Oh, I worked really hard on that one. Yeah, meaning I, can tell. I looked up what rhymes with stone <laughs> and just wrote all of them down in order. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's incredible. I love that. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. Yeah, that's great. 
Sorry, not, not much to dive into there. Just... I, I guess not. I'd have to actually look at it to see if you were trying to say anything, or well, was it literally just to rhyme? It was finding ways to include all the words I wanted to include. Fair enough. Fair so enough. that was a meaningless poem, but it derives laughter, which makes it not meaningless. Not meaningless. Kind of reminds me of um, Alphabet Aerobics. Which is a song who I forget the artist. Oh, I've never heard it. It's 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 a rap song, but the idea is like it's alliteration, but it goes through every letter of the alphabet that's, and gets faster while it goes on. That's cool. It's freaking lit. Um, but yeah. Oh, so I like it. I dig it. Thanks, Mike. Why um, don't you read a poem? Now? Okay, I'll read. I'll read one. Hold on. So I'll begin now. The chamber opens. The beast emerges. His predatory gaze sweeps over the multitudes. His lips begin to part in a twisted expression of joy. A shrill shriek emerges from the guttural depths of his larynx. He laughs. The hundreds are drawn in. They cannot turn away. His grisly guffaw slowly fades and he chooses. His attention fixates on his chosen victim and approaches. His eyes burrow deep into their soul, their memories, their stories, their very being all laid bare before the foul beast. His inhumane chuckles once more fills the air, crescendoing into a roar of demonic delight. He laughs harder. I call that Jimmy Fallon. Oh! <laughs> wow! <laughs> I was like, okay, where's the twist? <laughs> wow, okay. Yeah. yeah, I see that. Yeah, you, you, <laughs> you know what? I was I, Halfway through it, I was like, this is a metaphor. <laughs> I just don't know what for No, yet. it's a very literal exp- a showing of Jimmy Fallon's late, late, what, what's this show? Is it Late Night or The late Tonight night Show? With Julie- oh, shit. I think it is The Tonight Show. It's The Tonight Show. Yeah, Late Night with, I think, James Corden. I don't know. Who knows? But, uh, yeah, that's Jimmy Fallon. Wow. <laughs> Mike. That was. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> I was inspired by uh, Jimmy Fallon's, uh, well, you can interpret it any way that you like, but um, this laugh stands out to me. That's all. That's all I'll say. I I do know he does have a weird laugh. He also laughs at everything. Yeah, which is good at points because it makes the guest more personable, and that's why he does it. Yeah, but at points it just kind of seems overdone. Personally, well, Jimmy, if you're listening, don't no offense, you're better at everything and than I am. Please come on our show. Please come, come laugh on, our, on show. our show. We will love to have your laugh on this on this podcast. <laughs> I love how we always assume that the celebrities that we're talking about are listening well, to Well, you know, you have to be safe, cover all your bases. I I would be shocked if anyone <laughs> anyone of you know, friend of Jimmy Fallon, share this clip with him. Yeah, please do. And uh this this yeah. poem in which I make him into a horror villain. Yeah. Absolutely. Come on. Yeah, it's it's too good. It's right? way, it's way too good. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, uh so that was that was my poem. Cool. I uh, I only have, I, I only have a few more, and they're all very very short. Okay, I have one very short one and one rather long one. Cool. Okay, so, uh, this one's a haiku. Okay. Uh, it's called the fruity truth. The fruity truth. Yes. <clears throat> the truth banana, one who eats it cannot lie. I threw it away. Thank you. I would I would snap laws for that. <laughs> snap laws for that. <laughs> Okay, so that was uh, uh, that was the truth banana. That was the truth banana. Was the fruity truths. The fruity truths. 
Do you want to explain what you meant by that, I, or well, I mean, or your interpretation of that? I, 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 I take it as the idea of no one wants to hear the truth, and oh, okay, the idea of having someone who cannot lie is not ideal. Like we learned, and a couple weeks ago, we did the not lying challenge. Yeah, where the truth is was uncomfortable. I think the name of that episode ended up being. Oh, really? Yeah, That's I a, know you don't check. But... I, I do not. I just kind of, I just kind of listen. I don't really kind of like. Oh, it's it's probably up. It's probably fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just have it set to auto download. You 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 do all the hard things. Cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah, I, uh, I I like it. I like it a lot. Do you want to read your other haiku or shall sure, I? Sure, I'll do I'll do my second haiku because it's in the same vein. Okay. I was feeling pretty emo, so <laughs> I can't wait to hear what emo Alex sounds Thanks. like. It doesn't matter. I'm safe and content, no doubt, but I'm still fearful. Oh, the edge. <laughs> That one's called Ruby Tuesdays. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> what was the, what, it's, read it again because it's it's quick. Uh, it doesn't matter. I'm safe and content, no doubt, but I'm still fearful. Wow, that's deep. That's deep. <laughs> Hashtag deep. Hashtag deep. No, I like I, I like that. I, I dig it. Thanks. Was, do you did you have any angle that you were going at in that one? That was just an emotion of uh, insecurity and shit. Shit, you know, it's a metaphor for life. Just everything's meta- a metaphor. Everything's a metaphor. It was a for metaphor life. for metaphors. Yeah. Have you? Uh, <laughs> were you ever into pop punk music? Because that that very uh, that has the aura of a lot of pop punk emo music. I feel like we all believe we can write lyrics for pop punk music. <laughs> <laughs> no, just me. <laughs> I I actually I mean I that's my favorite genre of music. I love I love. Uh, pop punk, uh, that that whole simple plan, it is uh, a, it Fall is, Out Boy, all the rest. It yeah. is great. I do, I do agree. But occasionally, when I feel, um, when I want to laugh, I I turn on My Chemical Romance's "I'm Not Okay." Have you ever heard that song? I'm sure I have. It's just like, it's a very serious. I think they intended for it to be serious. But it's literally just a guy shredding on the guitar going, I'm not okay. I'm not a fucking okay. Just, oh, just for four straight minutes. That that does scream like 15-year-old in, in their room, like like going through. Oh, puberty. yeah. And don't get me wrong. I know people. I'm not mocking that because I know people, <coughs> me, who have actually... <laughs> Who have actually gotten a lot out of that song and got some emotions through it. It's, That's good. It's legitimate art, but it's also looking back on it now as a 20-plus-year-old male. It's, it's funny. It is fucking hysterical. Wow. Okay. Because <laughs> it's, right. it's what you play when your parents are making you go on vacation instead of <laughs> allowing you to go to Comic-Con. Yeah. So what's or your something. Next, uh, so what's your next poem, Mike? <laughs> I also did a haiku, but I took the more traditional route with it. Um, this... Um, so haikus are, generally speaking, meant to capture something about nature in particular. Yeah, but, I didn't do that. No, not at all. But I tried to. I tried to. Cool. So this one's entitled Joan's Beach. How calming to sink into the sand as the sun gently singes my skin. That's all. You- are we talking about the same Joan's Beach? Yeah. Oh, I think so. I don't like that place. You don't like that beach? I don't like it. I it's don't a like beautiful that beach. beach. That's not my go-to beach. What's your go-to beach? Long. Long? Yeah. Why? Because it's better. It's not. Is so. 
<laughs> no, my go-to is Jones. Okay. Every time. No, no, I'm 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 totally in long long. I like the boardwalk better. It's a very Long Island conversation More we're chill. having. Yeah, sorry everyone else. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I don't know. I tried to get the feeling of um, one of the most relaxed I've ever been is when I bike rode from a park. I forget the name of the park, but me and a couple of my friends bike rode to Jones Beach, and we just kind of chilled on the beach for the day. That sounds delightful. It was, except I didn't put on any sunscreen, so I was in pain for weeks afterwards. Nice. Um, but it was just while I was sitting on the skin, while feeling my uh, skin fry. I uh, enjoyed it, so I tried to capture that relaxation before. Well, I didn't really put the demise in there, but I tried to capture that relaxation. <laughs> yes, but yeah, f- that th- that that's good though. That's a nice feeling. That's a quick one. Yeah, yeah. I, I I applaud you. Thank you. I applaud. I snap. You snap applause me. All right. All right. I'll read one. Now. Go go for. Is it another haiku or no? Uh, this is something else. This one's called time. Okay. The wheels of time stop for no man, but I refuse to believe such foolishness. I stuck a pipe between the gears, and time continued for me all the same. Oh, that's it. That's it. Oh, wow. It's a quiet, It's a quick little quiet pipe. I told you, they're all very short. They are, but that, that, was, that was actually very nice. Thank you. Yeah. I really did think that you're in enti- I When you said time, my thought was going to be, your poem was going to be, time keeps on slipping, slipping, slipping. Into the future. <laughs> Thank you very much. That's honestly where I thought that was going. <laughs> I mean, uh, right? Can you grab a pen. Yeah, that's great. I, I don't know. That's a good song. That's a good song for a reason. Yeah. Thank you. You know the song, right? No. You don't know that song? N- now I feel stupid. You d- you do. I I just thought you were making words, and I was like, oh, no, that's no, funny. no, no. It's it's the uh, I forget the name of the the name of the actual song, but it's a classic. You must have heard it. I'm sure I have, but I just didn't know the lyrics. Okay, cool. All right, we're listening to it after the show, I guess. Yeah, I'm gonna look at look up the name of it right now. I'm gonna type those in. Okay. <laughs> uh, this will be edited out. No. Keeping in the dead air. I hate you. I, I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe, we'll think. We'll see. Not. Well, now it's definitely not because we're talking about it too much. So the name of the song was Fly Like an Eagle by the Steve Miller Band. Oh, is that like Fly Like an Eagle? Yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, time keeps on slipping, slipping, slipping. Yeah, see, now future. that now that you're saying that, yeah. I get it. Okay. But, I, yeah, when you just said it, I didn't. Okay, well, regardless. <laughs> Excellent. So do you want to read your last short yeah, one? or shall I'll, I... I'll read my last one because you okay. got one long one left, and this one's yes. basically – it's more of a statement than a, uh, than a poem. <laughs> All poems are statements. Okay, Mr. English degree. Yeah. <laughs> Screw you. <laughs> <laughs> Life is a problem with no solution. That is the only path to the answer. And that's it. Life is a problem with no solution. What was the second line? That's the only path to the answer. Wow. That was deep. Yeah. That was too deep. It's my uh, pessimistic uh, belief that <laughs> life has no meaning, but that's what makes it special. That it has no meaning? Yes. It's a very nihilistic viewpoint. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> uh, uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't agree, but it is a beautiful sentiment. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know if the idea that life has no meaning makes it makes it is inherently what makes it special, but um, 
that that poem was a beautiful sentiment. Thank you. You're That's, welcome. It's just one of many uh, contradictive beliefs that I have. <laughs> okay. Like everything I believe is like, wait, that doesn't match up with anything else you say. And I'm like, have you met me? Because, <laughs> yeah. I huh? say a lot of shit. You're a walking contradiction, and Thank you have you. no rights. Oh, that's gonna be the name of my memoirs, "The Walking Contradiction." The, well, you, it's that's a lyric by Green Day, so they, you, you kind of need to pay them royalties okay, fine. for that. I'll call it "Sued by Green Day." Sued by Green Day, <laughs> formerly known as "The Walking <laughs> Contradiction." <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna go into my long one. Great. I do need to give some backstory for this one. Okay. Um. So as Alex knows. And as a couple people, most people that know me know, uh, I am a huge fan of the New York Mets. No. Yeah. Uh, which, as anyone who knows baseball knows, means I experience a lot of pain from my fan, fan um, on a regular basis. Um, this is, uh, we're recording this podcast after the Mets have been eliminated from the 2019 playoffs, unfortunately. So tragic. It really is. And, um, but, last night... Pete Alonso hit his uh, 53rd home run. Oh, so he broke the streak. What? Oh, no. The, not in a row. No, not in a row. Oh. No. No, but he... Never mind. You ruined it. I was thinking about something else. You just keep you going. Are, you, I know what you're talking about. No, that's not what it was. <laughs> uh, no, but his 53rd home run, which means that he, as a rookie, now holds the highest number of home runs ever hit by a rookie in the history of baseball. Oh, congratulations. It is a huge deal because the pre- the person he dethroned was Aaron Judge, who plays for the Yankees, so we get the bragging rights now. Cool. New-, New York defeats New York. Exactly. It, it's it's a big deal. A very common trope. Yeah. But um, this is kind of my reflections on uh, that. And also the team sucking. The the entire team sucking over the course of the season. So it's like, uh, what's a good analogy? It's just like a high school team with one really good player, but they still lose. Okay, so here's the thing. This is going to turn into a baseball podcast for a second, but you're going to have to deal with it. You open this door. The Mets have so many good players. They have the they have Pete Alonso, the polar bear. They have JD Davis. They have Jacob Degrom. They have easily like three or four other players that are hitting twenty five plus home runs and have over three hundred batting averages. The only crappy part of the team is the bullpen, and it is a sin that that has not been touched this season. And that's why we're not in the playoffs. Mike? Yes? I fast-forwarded all of that. I hate you. Because it was not interesting. <laughs> it, it is interesting, just not to me, just not to you. All right, but this is my reflection on Pete Alonso, nicknamed the Polar Bear's 53rd home run. Okay. How much does a polar bear weigh? Or more importantly, how much can a polar bear lift? Can he lift a city that has given up? One that has time and time again been let down through utter betrayals? Through disappointment after disappointment, can he lift the spirits of millions of people who, God help them, just want a break? A break from the deluge of horrid reality, of jobs, of war, of death, of famine, of poverty, desperately turning to something to root for instead of something to root against. So they throw themselves into the game, but most of the time, the game isn't a particularly good distraction. The roller coasters of emotion, the wins that momentarily make you believe, the losses that inevitably follow. But through it all, the polar bear stands. A reminder, a promise, 
that a better future awaits, that on the other side of every soul-crushing defeat is a new victory waiting to be achieved. Until the final blow. The final realization that it's been all for naught. That even though, even, even though the victories outnumber the defeats, the defeats simply matter more. Suddenly. Crack. The ball soars as high as our dreams. How much does a polar bear weigh? Enough to break the record. Enough to give us hope for the, for the next year and every year to come. Buy me some peanuts and Cracker Jacks. <laughs> I don't care if I ever come back. For its root. Root, root. For the home team. If they don't win. It's a shame. For its one. Two. Three strikes. You're out. And at the shit. Old. Ball, ball game. Ball game. Ball's game. Gonna say you should have you should have read the poem first. What do you mean? Before giving the backstory. Oh, really? You think, yeah. You think that would have been better? Because I knew exactly what it meant, but I guess that's better. <laughs> <laughs> I like puzzles. Sorry. <laughs> See, here's the thing. Here's the thing that I think that I think about poetry is like a lot of people look at poems as a code to crack, and a lot of times they are. There's hidden things in in the poetry. But I think it's much more powerful if, like, you know... You just, totally get it. Just to let it hit you. Because mm-hmm. for the poet, it's very specific what they're writing. Mm-hmm. It's They're not trying to code it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I don't know. I think that, that, would, that, that's, that that's a bit better. I, but, for yeah. one, I like taking the sixth sense approach, which where it's like uh, you read it once uh-huh. and you find out at the end sort of like, oh, this is what it's all about. And then you get to re-experience it uh, in a completely different light. I like that too. Yeah. I do. It's like a whole different experience. Yeah. Um, but I understand what you went for, and it definitely it made perfect sense to me. Okay. I totally understood how you felt. I am glad. And I applaud you for that. Thank you. Now, I, I want to plug this before we go further into this. If you want to actually listen to some real poetry. There they is, have been. They, <laughs> but there is an incredible uh, YouTube channel called Hours Poetica, which is a uh, channel where poets read their poets and non-poets read either their poems or the poems of others. And those poets know what they're doing. They know what the poems actually sound like. And it's it's very very beautiful. So check it out. It's called Hours Poetica. Wow, I will check it out, Mike. Yeah. And the link or the name of it will be in the description because we don't really do links anymore. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, but definitely uh, go see that. And I will tell you, like, I'm 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 gonna go. Yeah, this is a fun time. And I had fun writing poems. I did too. I want to get back into it because yeah. I'd love. To publish like a whole book of really shitty, funny poetry, <laughs> like the like the ones in the pocketbook. Yes, or the what's what's it called? The pocket. The itty bitty book of pocket poetry has something this small ever been this deep? That's the full the full title. Yes, that's not an advertising thing at the end. No, <laughs> that's part of okay. Get with it, my godness. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's um, I personally want to get back and get into writing poetry too because it's fun. It's a way to kind of. Um, work your way through feelings and through what you're kind of experiencing in the world. No, I totally feel that. Yeah. Um, personally, my favorite kind of poetry to read is uh, iambic pentameter because I'm a Shakespeare nerd, number one. But more than that, it's like it's one of those forms that there's so much going on that you can say so much through the form that's not even in the uh the the poetry the problem that i learned this week is that that also makes it incredibly difficult to write so i mm. I, I did not even uh, <laughs> even attempt i was like well i have to worry about not only the 
the the I have to make it rhyme. I have to worry about the the beats, the scansion of it, and yeah, I don't know. I just didn't want to worry even, about that. Even cause, bother because that sounds hard. Now, can you give a like a like a five year old description of iambic pentameter for like the idiots out there who don't <laughs> really can know how to define it? Yeah, sure, Alex. Uh, for you, no, um, <laughs> I know. Really? You want to describe it? No, I'm I'm letting you. Okay. I'm testing you. <laughs> cool. Uh, iambic pentameter is uh, the form that Shakespeare wrote in most famously. I did know that. Yes. Um, but it's essentially, it is uh, ten syllables and five iams. So that's why it's called iamb pentameter, because it's it's five I am iams. Pentameter ten times. Y- exactly. So it's, it's uh, an iam is a two-syllable beat that goes didum so a, a line of iambic pentameter would be didum 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 i didum yeah that's it it's like music but with with not song exactly it, it kind of is yes but it's like normal it, that sounds hard that, and stupid well one of the things that's interesting is that we actually naturally talk in iambic pentameter more often than not we it's just hard to kind of think about that which is why when you see a Shakespearean show done by actual professional actors that know what they're doing, it doesn't sound like they're talking in poetry. It just sounds like they're, they're talking. talking. That's a, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot of things that obviously Shakespeare is the master of the English language. Um, but like there's there's a lot of different things that you can do about it. You can break the line. But yeah, it's uh, iambic pentameter is um, uh, traditionally speaking – if you're not messing with it at all, messing with the form, the form is ten I, uh, ten syllables of uh, five two-syllable pairs each. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know if that was actually No, I, I, I totally get it. Okay. I understand. You took me right back to my eighth grade English class where I was told that once and then forgot about yeah. it. <laughs> there you go. Great. Yeah. You did it. Okay. Well, anything else you want to say about poetry? Uh, so much, but we don't have time for that it. That is true and sad. Yeah, yeah. I don't, but <laughs> I would love to listen to more of your, your poetry. Rant. Maybe we'll have like a poetry night with Mike one one day. Where, where we... I just take my my favorite poems from yeah, throughout all maybe, history. Maybe I'll get sick one week, and instead of an episode, we can just do like a quick 10-minute special where you talk about poetry. You know what, Alex? That sounds like the most boring podcast in existence. Well, we need something every week. I guess, I guess we do. Though I think it'd make the audience hate me hate me more if like you're when I'm out sick, you do the freaking Alex show, the <laughs> ridiculousness that that is, and I do. Okay, now we're gonna learn about the Shakespeare's Othello. <laughs> That's gonna be awful. I'd be into it. Would you? Yeah. No. Okay. Well, it's time for not. <laughs> okay. Well, Thanks, bud. Yeah, it's not time for the picking bucket because I made a promise last week. Play the song. Talking Bills. Talking Bills. Phil Lewis. Oh, right. Okay. It's time to talk about Phil Lewis really quick. I'm sorry. We, I forgot we, about that. Yeah, yeah, I did too. He, he posted a picture and his face is just so fun. Well, no, I want to say, I want to just tweet uh, exactly what he, what he said. Might be the last game in Oakland. Go Vegas Raiders? Question mark. And then he added the Raiders. So the situation, I don't know. Did you understand that? Uh, the, the, have you been keeping up with the Raiders? Uh, Drama. That's I'm gonna been guess the Raiders are going to Vegas. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, they're in Oakland now and they're moving to Vegas. Glad we can. Uh, glad I could I- I- in- interpret that Infer, Sim- from yeah. simply one little tweet by Phil Lewis, which yeah. why he's so incredible. 
Uh, world's greatest human being, yeah. probably best actor of our generation. Uh, immortal, uh-huh. uh huh. Yet to be determined. <laughs> so far, he's got a perfect record. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna live forever or die trying. Yeah, exactly. I like that. I really like that. Yeah, that was a that was a quick Phil Lewis bit. But, but yeah, uh, he he posted a wonderful selfie. He is the master of selfies. He looks terrified in the picture, <laughs> but in such a determined and like intentional way and gleeful way. Yeah, yeah. exactly. He's exactly. Just, he's just an incredible man. Okay, now it's time for the pick and bucket. Yeah, play the song. Woo! Time to pick from the bucket. Time to pick from the bucket now. So, would you like to do the honors this week, Mike? Sure, I'll do it. Here, let me let me mix them up for you, really good. Oh no! One fell oh, out. Is that just not? Are we just not? I doing guess that we're one? just not doing that one this week. Cool. <laughs> we All didn't right. see what it was, so it's not cheating. All right, I got it. All right, this one is called the Scouts. Hey! Yeah. The challenge this week is earn a merit badge during the week. Can be either from the Boy Scouts or the Girl Scouts, or I don't know of any other scouting organizations. But if there is one, sure. Cool. Now, Michael. Yes. You are a Falcon Scout, am I not correct? Uh close. I am an Eagle Scout. Oh, wow! Even almost as good. More American. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yes. I am not. <laughs> Were you ever a part of even the Cub Scouts or anything? No, but I helped you with that one thing one time in your where you made a gym. Alex is referring to the time <laughs> that uh, he helped me with my Eagle Scout project. Yes, that's you did. what it was. Yes, yeah, yeah. I, uh, that um, was fun. It was. Um, and I'm gonna plug the charity because it's a great one. It's called the uh, Mama's House. It's a, it's a great organization um, that helps. Uh, uh, unexpected mothers that have nowhere else to go takes care of them, takes care of their children for for a while. And so what I what I did for my project was I made um, a home gym out of the basement of that uh, particular one. And it was a beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, yeah, it was. I I was very lucky that I had uh, donations and people to help me lift the things. Yeah, I I, I helped with my eighty three pounds of strength. <laughs> Just kidding. I haven't weighed that light in like a year. <laughs> I'm proud of you. Also, just kidding. I'm not malnourished. Yeah, <laughs> I'm good. Don't worry. I'm healthy in most ways. But so, regardless, yeah, what I'm saying is <laughs> that you have very limited experience with the with the Boy Scouts. Yeah, I'm gonna have to do some research this week. Yeah, and there are arguably far too many uh, merit badges that are out there today. Yeah. So no, we yeah. have our pick. Yeah, you might have to get a little creative because I would imagine that you've earned quite a few. I yeah I forget how many I earned it was it was a bunch but so yeah. I I would encourage you to earn a new one a one that I have not earned before and I would even if I haven't earned it since I was like twelve yeah okay cool and I will try to earn one that isn't like uh make us more I don't know if they <laughs> that, have that, is, that they're a bit they're a bit harder than that okay, they tend good. to be yeah good good yeah I don't know <laughs> but yeah I also um I didn't I don't know anything about the Girl Scouts merit badges my sister was one but I. Don't know much about it, um, but that that could be an interesting challenge, too. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, you'll have to come by next week to see how that goes. Yeah, I'm well. excited. I am very excited also. Great. All right. Well, that's it. That's all we got. Hooray. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. This has been the 63rd episode of The Weekly Undertaking. Just a few weeks left until that glorious 69. I am excited, and I'm also very happy that we're not doing the Scouts one on that episode. <laughs> Yeah, me too. Yeah, that, we're, that, gonna have to, we're gonna have to pick a special one for that. Yeah, that'd be that really way. bad. Yeah, um, but yeah, this is uh, so. Yes, thank you very much for tuning in. We have social medias in the description below. Yeah, please give us a follow on whatever podcast app you're listening on. Um, please uh, 
Also, leave a rate and review. Even if you hate us, it helps us a lot. Leave us a five-star review, and we promise we'll leave, we'll, we will read your shitty comment. You can just give us five stars, and we will absorb all of your hatred through the vitriol of your comment. I promise that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, or if you like it, you can say that, too. But anyway... <laughs> um, Please, uh, yeah, please leave us a rate and review because that does help. Uh, we have a lot of artists that help us with our um, podcast, namely Winston DeJesus, who does all of the podcast cover art, and Adam Rudy, who does all the music for the podcast. Um, yeah, please follow them in their it. description below. Uh, follow, go to our website, go to our podcast network's website. <laughs> Until next week. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Until next week, don't forget to challenge yourself. And... Try something new. I was going to do a bit, but I totally forgot until that moment. <laughs> it's okay. All right. Thank you again. See you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.